Right, so Let's try this out, doing the uh, off-topic stuff in its own episode. Well, I probably should have opened up my beer a little bit <laughs> further away from the mic. My bad. But uh, hey, well, at least I know we're chill now. Yeah, yeah, we're chilling. This is off-topic. We're just kind of let loose. We did have a, a few off-topic things we wanted to talk about. Uh, I guess we'll, you want to start off with the music? You can talk about your Tool concert. Yeah, so me and my brother, we went to go see Tool this past Tuesday night at the Irwin Center in Austin. And this was our second time seeing Tool. We saw Tool when we were 15, uh, 15 years old, which was almost a decade ago. And I would say this concert uh, was far and away far better than the one we saw 10 years ago. The one 10 years ago was still amazing, but this, this was a straight up religious or mystical experience. Like there were times during their performance with me in the crowd, with me getting so present and into it that I felt like I was transcending. I mean, every single one of those musicians in the band, all four of them are like at the peak of their career i mean it uh, it was literally like a macro kumbaya-esque ritual-esque music you know primal thing going on that you usually see like in tribes and uh movies about natives or whatever when you read stories about how communities would gather around the campfire with music and reach altered states of consciousness like it was it was one of those experiences for me would you say best concert you've ever been to probably hands down probably absolutely because tool is like has always been one of my favorite bands for a long time i i could be wrong but as of right now uh coming to mind i think they're the only band i've seen twice right i think i've only ever seen uh there is a band quaker city nighthawks they're out of dallas i saw them open up for the toadies and i saw them open up for another band uh just in like free concert they had around town and uh other than that the only concert i've like actually paid to have tickets to to go see twice was rush i saw them on their r40 tour and then uh that was their last tour they ended up doing and then i saw them uh a couple years before that and uh both shows are great. Probably the R40, I'd, I'd say, is maybe one of the best concerts I've been to. Uh, that one was in Dallas at the American Airlines Center, and we had the cheap seats. We were up against the wall up in the nosebleed sections, but still, it was such an amazing concert. And I'm just so glad I got to see them. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody's heard that uh, Rush fans, uh, their drummer, Neil Perp. I was just about to get to that. A couple years. Did I say years ago? I meant weeks ago. And. Uh, uh, apparently he had brain cancer. I think he, his family kind of kept it quiet from the public and stuff. But, man, honestly, one of the greatest of all times. And Rush is one of my all-time favorite bands. If I had to narrow it down to, like, current, former uh, bands from the past, I'd probably say if I had to pick one band, Rush might be my number one. And I was just so glad I got to see them, not, not just once, but twice. Yeah, I mean, uh, when a legend passes, it's always hard, you know, because they contributed so much to music and what you know of and what entertains you, what turns you on, you know, sound. It's such a right. beautiful thing. And like with Neil Peart, with his drumming and his lyrical uh, content, with the themes he covered of like individuality, I mean... Yeah, and a lot of people don't even know that. He wrote most of the oh, songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was pretty from much their like the second album the onwards. He wasn't uh, with Rush for their first album they released, but from their second album on, he pretty much wrote everything. Right. And, 
Man, what a band. And that's always so cool when you have a band with just three guys that can produce that much sound and just sonically be so, like, complex and stuff. It's kind of amazing. And, uh, yeah, it makes me sad. That's one of those few celebrity deaths that I feel like actually, like, affected me. And I think Dio was one of the first ones. How, how old? We were in, like, junior high when Dio died. Dio died on my 15th birthday. Okay, so... That was a sad birthday. Yeah, I guess it would have been in high school. Yeah. Uh, So, and then uh, Chris Cornell. Died like a day after my 22nd birthday. Really? What's what's up with your birthday, man? Who's going to be this year? I know. Well, don't say that. (laughs) Well, I mean, uh, it's bound to happen. How many people are there on Earth? Almost 7 billion. There's going to be a bunch of people die. True. Just hopefully it's none of our favorite musicians. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, Soundgarden was another one of those Make bands. Make it fucking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Fucking, um, or Jeff Sessions. <laughs> one of the Jeffs. But uh, I actually had a ton of new music I listened to. Uh, I talked about in our uh, in our last episode uh, that I was looking forward to Corey Wong and Theo Katzman, two of the guys that uh, play with Wolfpack. They're... Uh, each had a solo album come out. Corey Wong's called Elevator Music for an Elevated World. Theo Katzman's is called uh, Modern Johnny Sings, Songs in the Age of Vibe. Both of those albums were amazing. Two of my favorite albums of the year. I think we, we talked about it during the, the uh, main episode. We talked about AJJ's new album, uh, Good Luck Everybody. And uh, that might be my album of the year right now. What? Uh, Good Luck Everybody. Really? I think it might. So far, uh, there are a few others that I really liked. Uh, Pine Grove came out with an album called Marigold. Uh, I'm just going to list them off. Bombay Bicycle Club's new album, Everything Else Has Gone Wrong, is really good. Circle Waves released an album called Happy. The Big Moon released an album called Walking Like We Do. Uh, I showed you. Uh, oh, Mac Miller. He died. I was about to say, I'm assuming this is a posthumous release. Yeah, it was. uh, He was actually working on it before he died, and uh, basically they had a producer that he worked with. uh, He basically wrapped up the production and put it all together, and uh, they released that, I think, last Friday, and that one was really, really good. I I haven't listened to his most recent album before that, the last one he released before he died, and uh, they're supposed to kind of go hand-in-hand, but his uh, the new album called uh, Circles that was a really really good album it's pretty uh pretty funky he did a he did a song with free nationals for their debut album uh and uh it kind of has like a free national sort of vibe a lot of their songs got a lot of like funky elements to it um algiers also had an album called there is no year that's another good one if you guys like uh foals they're kind of i think it's kind of similar to foals uh i showed you and your brother uh poppy the that singer do you do you remember that the one I was saying she's kind of influenced a little bit by like Ryan right, Manson yeah, and yeah, that sort of stuff. showed us like two songs. She she's really unique. Uh, I had never heard of her before, but she I don't know uh, interesting. Definitely Marilyn Manson sort of vibes. There's a few of her songs where it has some sort of Nine Inch Nails uh, inspired like synth sort of stuff. But I'd say for the most part. Marilyn Manson, I guess, is the closest thing I could compare her to. And then uh, there's actually, I found a, a Reddit post somebody did, like, top however many albums of 2019 you probably didn't listen to. And there was a, a jazz band called Cicada. They released a self-titled album. And uh, that album is really good. If you're into, like, jazz fusion sort of stuff, kind of like, uh, almost along the lines of, like, Snarky Puppy, uh, I would definitely recommend checking that out. And then... Uh, I, I talked about on the previous episode too. Uh, Tennis and Tame Impala both have new albums coming out on Valentine's Day, and I've been li- listening to uh, 
all the uh, new singles from those. And Tennis, I'd never even heard of Tennis, but that uh, those singles have got me like really hyped for this album. I'm really looking forward to that one. That might uh, surpass even Tame Impala for me, depending on how the entire album turns out. But uh, did you have any music you've been listening to? Any concerts you're looking forward to, maybe? No, not really, unfortunately. Like I said in the first podcast, my uh, listening to music habits tend to be pretty much Spotify limited these oh, days. Yeah. Uh, the Tool concert that me and my brother went to this past Tuesday was the first concert I had been to in almost five years. Oh, wow. Yeah, it had been a long time. And well, we were supposed to go to one. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That? No, I'd rather not. Yeah. Let's but, just say we got the days mixed up and we paid for tickets and didn't go to the show yeah we're dumbasses don't listen to us we're fucking idiots i I, I still like listen to that band sometimes and like fuck we could have seen them and it would have been so fun the band was uh idols and fontaine's dc were opening up for them yeah uh, they're uh they tour a lot i'm sure they'll they'll probably come back there i think they're from the uk but uh i'm definitely going to kind of keep an eye out for the next time they come through town and we will get the dates right and we'll go see that band mainly it's just because um like i don't get any updates or awareness on when a band i like releases something new i did with tool because like tool they're like one of my favorites ever but like usually i'm like really active on facebook but you know i follow a lot of the bands i like but i don't usually see much of their posts so i never know what's new usually what i'll do is uh Instagram. I don't really use Instagram a lot other than lurking, but Instagram's good for finding they'll put like their to- their tour posters and stuff on there. And so that's that's a lot of times Instagram, Facebook is hard because there's so many like ads on Facebook. You you really have to scroll through a bunch of bullshit to see like stuff you're actually interested in. Twitter's not bad. I follow a billion people on my personal Twitter account, so it's hard to see anything that hasn't been posted in the past hour. I really have to keep scrolling. But uh, that I think you can you can uh, on Spotify a lot of times if you listen to them it'll show I don't know if it shows on the mobile app but on your computer it'll show their tour it'll show their next date that's like near you so a lot of times it'll show the next dates they have in Texas right and a lot of times I just look it up like if they have a new album come out usually they'll go on tour with that album right so anytime I know a new album comes out I always look on the website and see the next time they're coming through Austin or Dallas yeah and that was the thing we went because uh, our mom got us tickets for Christmas and. And I didn't even ask for the tickets, you know, and so the fact she did that, like, I thanked her uh, yesterday when I had lunch with her. I was like, yeah, thanks for giving me a, a religious experience. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I I, uh, I think uh, that Rush concert the R, on the R40 tour, that was actually a Christmas present for me, too. But uh, I guess... Uh, I guess we're done with music. You want to talk about... Let's talk about AEW. So... Um, there, uh, there's been some speculation on the Dark Order getting a new leader, and there's been some people on Reddit, on r slash squared circle, the wrestling subreddit, saying that Matt Hardy is supposed to be leaving WWE in March, and that he's speculated to be part of the Dark Order. That would be pretty cool. What do you think about that? I mean... Both Hardy brothers, Jeff and Matt, they've been real active in WWE when it was like WWF even. I mean, they right. 
I mean, as far as I'm concerned, he he has a lot of legacy and status underneath his belt. And if he were to come over to That's AEW, a big name. yeah, exactly. If he were to come over to AEW in 2020 as part of the Dark Order, that would be a surprise. I think it would be very well welcomed within the fan base. I mean, what do you got to lose? What do you have to gain by staying in WWE? Right, and like uh, the Dark Order, they've really been uh, hyping them up recently. We really haven't seen them uh, wrestle too much, like in tag team but uh those I, I promos, feel like big though. stuff yeah big stuff is coming with like the promos they've been doing and stuff and like recruiting new people they would well, they come out and jump the young bucks that was pretty nuts uh but also uh dynamite was extended through 2023 i saw and they are going to go to two nights a week yep. so uh what do you think? Do you think they'll make dark on uh, like TNT? Or do you I don't know if it'll be on TNT. Dark on YouTube. I don't know if it'll be on TNT or another sister channel to TNT. You know? That's right, because it did say like Turner Media right. or whatever. And I don't know if it'll be dark or if they'll make something else either. But just you know, they're getting big. They're getting popular. You need more product out there. I mean, you don't want to oversaturate, but you don't want to have just one product out there. I mean, right. I feel like they can only go up from here. I I mean, they started out 2019. They be, they started operating January 1st, 2019. So the, right at the beginning of the year. And then by January 1st, 2020, a full year, you look back, it's like, wow, they had a good year. Started in January. Their first event pay-per-view was at the end of May. First uh, uh, basic cable premiere was October with Dynamite. And they managed to just skyrocket. Right, they they've uh, consistently had viewers. Like if you, I think if you count DVR viewers, it's about um, one and a half million every week, and it's been pretty consistent. They've been doing well. Uh, they've been kind of uh, like NXT. They've been kind of back and forth with them depending on each week, but I mean, just the fact that they can hang with WWE and on multiple weeks surpass even their viewership and like the demographics, and it's kind of a kind of amazing for uh, like a new promotion and i'm definitely excited to see what they have coming up next if they didn't name it dark what would you what would you name it aew oh gosh AEW dynamite you can keep up with like the the bomb theme call it aew uh you can't call it tnt that's the channel it's, yeah dynamite call it, uh, on TNT. nuclear uh somebody one of the best ones i saw on reddit somebody said aew lightning that's not bad it kind of reminds me of wcw thunder yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of, I guess it'd be kind of derivative. Well, I mean, they have the, a lot of WCW influence. I mean, right. Bash at the Beach was the WCW thing, yeah, I so. Think, I think, uh, uh, like, uh, Cody actually owns a lot of the trademarks right, for exactly. w, WCW mm-hmm. stuff. So, uh, I think, like, uh, Wednesday Night it? Dynamite Games. sounds a lot like Monday Nitro. Yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think, like, he doesn't own the copyright to War Games. I think he doesn't own the copyright for the Match Beyond, which is usually, like, what they would have after War Games. But uh, I'm definitely excited. Uh, what did we have last week? Well, uh, yeah. Moxley beat Pack for the number one contender. Yeah, he's going to face Jericho at Revolution, the next pay-per-view in February. I was um, telling Phil, I, your brother, uh, he, I feel like he is going to win the championship. I kind of feel like, I, honestly, I'm split. I, the, the thing that makes I'm me 50, think that 50. he'll win 
is that they've been building up this rivalry so much the past month or two that for it to not change hands but aew does a lot of unexpected things so they they could just be like yeah we're building them up but we're not going to give it to them now well like speaking of unexpected uh title defenses uh kenny omega and hangman they're the new tag team yeah and the thing is hangman was the first contender basically against chris jericho and double or nothing that's right and we always said he has a future maybe a future world champion he didn't become a world champion Mm -hmm. this past Wednesday but he became a tag team champion you know and so his career is I remember in 2019 we were saying he loses a lot but his profile is building up he's a champion now right and um, like I was thinking before that before we watched that match on Wednesday um, your brother and I you you were working that night ended up watching it when did you watch it Uh, earlier today earlier today yeah uh, I was watching it I was thinking like a lot of times you'll have like a like a title fight and it'd be like somebody you know like there's no way they're gonna win the title on uh dynamite we usually a lot of times they save those big title fights for like uh pay-per-view and stuff and uh this was the first match i was like hangman and kenny versus scu like this is gonna be like this could be anybody this is the first time i felt confident that like the title could change hands on dynamite and uh i think I don't know. I, f- I feel like Moxley's going to win it. I don't know. I'm just split. It really. I could... hope he does. I hope it would he be does. cool, yeah, but it that really could go either be, way. It might just be wishful thinking by me. But uh, did you have any other Dynamite stuff we want to talk about before we talk about real sports like UFC? Oh, no, no. I'm ready, I'm ready to jump into UFC. All right. Let's do some UFC. So we had uh, McGregor and Cerrone on the 18th. Uh, yeah, I was a little disappointed in that. I don't like Conor McGregor. I don't respect him. And the fact that Cerrone lost in 40 seconds. I mean, you know what? I'll be sportsmanlike. Fine. It was an okay, you know, technical knockout. But I mean, those shoulder strikes, I don't think anybody saw that coming. That, no. I, I will say that was pretty interesting i didn't see connor becoming that uh successful because he's basically a celebrity not a fighter and the fact that he got his ass handed to him against khabib i mean right i I thought he would come back get embarrassed and then he'd go to the wwe with rousey yeah (laughs) but uh i i i guess i don't know if impressed is the word i was surprised not pleasantly surprised i was in for cerrone too i wasn't disappointed uh, either though we did have some uh i guess i could have talked about this for the current events but he uh mcgregor responded to uh trump's tweet on mlk wishing everybody happy uh martin luther king day and conor mcgregor said phenomenal president quite possibly the usa goat emoji most certainly one of them anyway as he sits atop the shoulders of many amazing giants that came before him no easy feat early stages of term also incredible congrats and happy martin luther king jr day america usa flag heart emoji ireland flag how can you say <laughs> phenomenal president and then say happy Martin Luther King Day in the same tweet? Uh, you know, I'm not even going to pretend like I know what Conor McGregor is thinking. I'm not even going to touch that because I feel like Con- too much of his own a narcissist sees a narcissist and Conor McGregor feels an affinity to Donald Trump on the sole fact that they both have huge egos. It's I mean, almost uh, like, well, what's, what's the phrase? Real recognize real, but uh, the opposite of that. Pretty much, you know, a fisherman knows when he sees another from afar. I right. mean, uh, what, what other fights did we have that night? We had uh, Holly Holm won. Yep. That was a good, that was a good fight. Um, uh, Pettis fought. Yeah. Uh, who won that one? I don't quite remember. I might have been drinking too much. No, yeah, I was a couple beers in myself. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, and I'm a few either. beers in right now, even. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about some future fights. But yeah, what I'm really looking forward to is Khabib and Ferguson. That has been been that's been building up for years and has never happened because for some reason the gods don't want it to happen. In fact, I'm convinced it won't happen until that bell rings and they're both in the octagon right. and that door closes. It's like okay, it's happening because four attempts nothing and i'm still not convinced it will after you know this announcement but it will be huge it'll be a huge fight and uh mm-hmm. dana white's already uh said he wants to do khabib and conor mcgregor too that would be huge i yeah. would watch it and be rooting for khabib because fuck conor mcgregor but that's how i feel yeah i, I mean i agree with you yeah and uh John I don't Jones. know why he would want to fight Khabib again. But yeah, that's the one I had uh, wrote down. For uh, February 8th, we have John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. I'm excited for that. I'm always excited when John Jones fights. I mean, and the idea of John Jones losing, come right. on. Right, yeah, I don't see him losing that. And another one, he, uh, I don't know a lot about Alir Latifi, but he's fighting Derek Lewis, a.k.a. Derek, my balls was hot, Lewis. Hell yeah. I fucking love fucking that. Legend. was one of the greatest post-fight interviews I've ever seen. He takes off his shorts, driver, and goes, why'd you take off your shorts? He goes, my balls was hot. Hell yeah. And that, I, I'm going to be rooting for him. I, I, that, I think that Just was the first that fight I've seen. Yeah, I think that was the first fight I've seen. Uh, but I'm going to be rooting for, for Derek Lewis in that fight for sure. Um, we got, I guess it's... Uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday is the Super Bowl. Uh, um, no, not interested. Got Kansas City and the 49ers. Not interested. I don't. Interested. I do not watch football. I, I didn't want to say. I. Uh, I think. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about Super Bowl. It's almost become. It's like a national holiday now. People. Sadly. Like you can even look the productivity numbers of like companies. They drop the the weekend after, or like the Monday after Super Bowl because everybody gets so fucked up. The beer sales are through the roof. People selling Doritos and shit. And I was thinking about all that. And I was also thinking about all the uh, Super Bowl ads. And is there anything that's more like peak? capitalism than the idea of Super Bowl ads. Could you think of anything? I don't know about on the top of my head, but if you gave me like 10 minutes, I'm sure I could. <laughs> right. It's. I mean, that's about... If you think about it, like... That's kind of like the epitome of what America is, is Super Bowl ads. Like, you show people it's our a compilation culture. of Super Bowl ads, and they're like, oh, yeah, I get America now. Yeah, I can see that. We're a very consumerist uh, society. Right. I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm probably... I don't know if I'll do anything for the Super Bowl. I might... Because uh, I think I might... I, I don't know if I work that day or not, but I might just go home, chill, crack a few cold ones on the couch... I'm not really one for Super Bowl parties, because I don't really care about it. I usually just put it on, and... I'll never host a party, but if someone invites me, I'll go just so I can drink free beer and eat free food, and not give a fuck who wins. You know, I'll I'll host a party. You want to come over for the Super Bowl? It'll just be you and me with beer and food. Yeah, we'll we'll get drunk and complain about all the the Doritos ads. Not really a party, but fun. Fuck it, I'll be fucked up. Hell yeah. Um, I guess, uh... I don't really have anything else to talk about. We want to talk about some TV shows and movies. Have you watching any uh, good movies recently? Um, well, I'm a big horror fanatic, and I did watch The Lighthouse this past Friday night. Um, 
and I didn't see it in theaters, which I really wanted to, but it's from the same guy who did The Witch from 2016. Right. We did talk about that, and I think we both agree The Witch is It's a great, phenomenal. great horror movie. I feel like only idiots don't like it. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, The Lighthouse, it was just as thought-provoking, just as psychological, just as weird, just as allegorical, and... It was so good. And the performances by Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. I mean, I've only ever seen Robert Pattinson in the Twilight series. But then seeing him this, it was just like, wow. He's a good actor. Yeah, Yeah. I am excited for him to be the new Batman if he gets ripped, you know. And Willem Dafoe, I've been a fan of for years and years like over a decade i mean and when hit with that irish accent of his and mm. being a drunk in the movie like there were times where those things he, just go hand in hand yeah when he would talk like his accent and everything mm-hmm. i would forget i was watching willem dafoe like right. he would go off on like rants and curses like it was almost like monologues and like it would go on and on but you were just captivated by his speech i mean great performance i loved it that's that's a really like a like one of my favorite like things in actors is when they can really you get really immersed in the show and you don't you stop seeing the actor for the actor like you've seen them in dozens of movies but you forget who they are for a moment and you just believe that they are the character that's what happened and with that's, willem dafoe and the lighthouse right, and that's, that's that's some of my favorite movies like i've talked about like uh will smith or bradley cooper i see them in a movie i'm like oh that's will smith right. playing this character or, or bradley oh, that's cooper. bradley cooper playing this character like even guardians of the galaxy with uh, bradley cooper's uh rocket raccoon i would hear his voice and i'd be like oh yeah that's bradley cooper it kind of like took me out of the movie but um one show uh have you seen on netflix netflix original altered carbon i have not it's a sci-fi show i definitely recommend it it's kind of like a futurist sort of thing um i don't want to say too much i feel like if you go into it in blind you'll get the most enjoyment out of it but they were renewed for season two and it's going to be released on netflix on february 27th and i'm really really excited for that uh i know there's a video game cyberpunk 2077 made by the same developers that they made witcher 3 or I guess all the Witcher games. I think they made all of them. And uh, that game kind of seems like it's kind of almost like Altered Carbon, almost pretty similar to that sort of universe. And uh, that game was supposed to be released in April, got delayed to November, and I'm not too upset about it. I'd rather them take their time and like release a good game. But uh, I guess Altered Carbon Season 2 will kind of hold me over. But. Yeah, I've never watched uh, Altered Carbon, but the two uh, TV shows on Netflix that I'm really hooked on, uh, I finished them, and I'm just waiting for the new seasons, mm-hmm. are Dark and The Haunting of Hill House. And I haven't the, seen either one yet. The Haunting of Hill House is amazing. Um, the character development is one of the best. Mm-hmm. It was one of the best Netflix originals I had ever seen. And they're doing... Better a, than Stranger Things? Yeah. That was a joke. For sure. <laughs> and anyway, uh, they're doing a second season, but it's an anthology series. So the second season will be okay. in a different setting, different cast and everything. But the first season was great. So I'm excited for where season two will go. Because like I said earlier, I love horror. And then the other series is Dark. And they just did their season two uh, this past year in 2019. And their first season, it's good. It's not great. It's not too original. It's kind of ripping off a little bit of Twin Peaks 
peaks okay. to an extent. Season two, on the other hand, goes in a whole new direction. It's so mind and like it's so thought provoking. Like right. the theories, the philosophy behind it, it all makes scientific sense. And like by the end of the season, you're scraping your brain off the floor. Like what the <laughs> fuck? It goes so deep. Like you're you're confused at first, but when you think about it in the context of the show, you're like that makes perfect sense. But it goes like. It goes so deep into, like, free will and the philosophy of time rather than just, you know, um, time travel. Right. Like, it's, like I said, so deep. I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, you've been, you've been telling me to watch that, and uh, I think that's going to be next for me to watch. We just got kind of got caught up on some of the shows. Get through season one. Get through season one. That's kind of how I am with uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a, like a Marvel show on ABC. Right. Season one is a... It's almost a chore just to get through it because it's 23 episodes. Each episode is like 45 minutes. And the first season is not very good. It's pretty boring. But once you get past that, the show starts getting really good. If you're into like Marvel stuff, definitely check that out. Um, but we just got caught up. Uh, have I told you about that show we watched, Terrace House? It's like a Japanese reality show. Yeah. It's basically three guys, three girls living together and that's about it and it's i don't know why but i can't stop watching this show my wife and i have been watching it since uh the first season that they released is like a netflix original and we're all caught up now so what we started we actually started last night we watched the first three episodes of the witcher and uh I, like i mentioned earlier witcher 3 that's one of my favorite games of all time in the show they cast henry cavill as Geralt, and like they released the first picture of him in costume with like the white hair and i'm like this is this is like gonna be good like he he looks like a good Geralt and then the first like trailers came out and you hear him do the voice and his voice sounds perfect and uh, we watched the first three episodes one of the reviews I saw for it uh, they said the uh, the fight scenes in The Witcher make Game of Thrones look like two drunks fighting each other and so far we're only three episodes in and I, I'd say I'd have to agree like after the last season of Game of Thrones, you've said you're not going to watch it, and I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't even think I'd recommend it to people anymore after the last season, but definitely if you kind of want to watch like a fantasy sort of show, I've heard definitely really check good. out The Witcher. I'll probably have it's to. really, really good. And I think they, even before it was released, they already renewed it for season two and three, so I'm really excited to see where they go with it. It's probably the new Game of Thrones now. Man, I hope Hopefully so. they don't fuck Hopefully it up better. like those idiots who ran it. Right. I mean, the only thing I'd worry about is them trying to milk it for all the attention right. they can get. Hopefully they just like let it run its course, and when it's over, just say, that's it, we're done, call it quits. I agree. And make a, a, a final season that can actually wrap everything up and right. have a decent ending. But um, did you have any other movies, TV, any other off-topics that you want to talk about? No, I think we covered pretty much everything that we needed to. I mean, I covered everything I needed to, which was the cool concert, the best news that happened on my end this past week. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of jealous. I, I haven't been to, like, a, I've been to a lot of, like, indie concerts and stuff recently, but I haven't seen, like, a like a big band, like, Tool right. in a while. But um, I guess, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, if, if you guys... Uh, like the episode definitely uh keep an eye out for the next one i think what we're gonna start we're i think i like what we're doing now with splitting up the off topic and the uh, current event sort of stuff into two sort of episodes this will be like our bonus episodes from now on and uh definitely follow us on twitter at guillotine pod and uh 
keep an eye out for future episodes. All right, yeah, and solidarity. 